0: Welcome to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode.
1: All right, and welcome to the last week of Joystick November on the Geeks Who Drink podcast. Yes, this, this week. Is, yeah, this is the last week. This is the podcast where we drink and we tell you why you're wrong. I think that's what I'm going with now.
2: Yeah. Or you tell us
1: why we're wrong. Or Someone's wrong. Matt always says you're wrong. I don't know. Someone's wrong. Who knows? can think you're
2: both wrong.
1: Oh, all right. Well, folks, that voice you heard is our guest today. Our guest is J Dog, Jason Virgil, the Justin.
2: Yes, it is I, Justin V. But most people call me JV Online. So if you ever need to find me, it's JV1473M, pretty much everything.
1: All right. My name's Matt, and that's Adam. Yep, I'm Adam. All right. And this is our podcast. Follow us anywhere you find us on podcast platforms at Have a Drink with Some Geeks. Or follow us on social media at Geek Drink Pod. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter.
2: we got to stop talking all about Twitter and all the,
1: know, the socials. All socials. Eventually, we're going to have Twitter and it's going to be off. I'm like, well, that was awkward. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know, right? Yeah, my, Twitter might be gone by the time this podcast goes oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> on. We were mentioning that in last week's one.
1: So. Yeah, so if it's, if it's around folks, um, maybe we'll post a tweet eventually.
2: It's like Pompeii. It's it's, going to be the first tweet from this podcast.
1: First tweet. That'd be a great first tweet. This is our first tweet, and then Twitter just turns off. And it was our last tweet, too. There we go. All right, folks. Well, before we get into our topic of the week, time to talk about our drink of the week. The thing that makes us drinky geeks.
0: Grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the drink of the week.
2: So it's a key
1: lime pie cream ale. Yeah, Um, and it's made by, what was it, um, the 14er Brewing Company. So for those of you who aren't from Colorado, 14ers references 52 mountains above 14,000 feet here in Colorado.
2: Yes. Uh, So... Or hard as hell to hike, but kind worth of it.
1: Badge if we, of honor
2: for you know, for all of us. If we, yeah,
1: are. I did one the flip flops and shorts ones.
2: Nice,
1: yeah, unintentional.
2: Mm. All right, well, here, cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers. Da, 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 da. Very interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah, oh, a, a little different. Different, and I'm picking up on the key lime flavor a little bit, but it definitely is hoppy. Not what I can. Yeah, that that I was picking up on that too. I didn't expect it to be as hoppy as it was with key lime flavor.
2: Yeah, I thought it'd be a little needs more key lime. Greed. <laughs> more lime of key. More cowbell. <laughs> there you go.
1: Alright, folks. Well, we've had our drink. We're a little lubricated now, so it's time to talk about our topic of the week. Did you say
2: lubricated?
1: <laughs> <What is that? laughs> yeah, I, I said lubricated. Ugh. <laughs>
2: I was thinking
1: the same thing and just didn't say anything. It's better than me saying, hey, I'm I'm moist now. Let's (laughs) talk.
2: Very soggy. (laughs) The inside of Matt is very moist. I've been
1: moistened up for the podcast.
2: There you go. All
1: right. And now we've been. (laughs) This is the first podcast where we've been demonetized. Well, every podcast we've been demonetized.
0: What are the geeks going to talk about this week?
1: All right, folks. Well, our topic this week, we've talked about. PC, consoles. We've talked about Metal Gear Solid. We talked about Mass Effect. This week, we brought in Mr. JV here because he is our resident Nintendo geek.
2: That's right. Expert.
1: Expert. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we'll we'll do a little bit of a dive into Nintendo, but we'll definitely focus on more of the family aspects of it, I think, we talked about with Mario Kart, Mario Party, Mario in general. Yes. Um, But let's talk about Nintendo. So, Justin, tell us about your first experience with Nintendo what makes you a Nintendo fan
2: well back when I was maybe five or six somewhere around that age just a we um, we got a regular we, Nintendo we, it we was... JV, <laughs> we, JV. <laughs> so it was the regular Nintendo and it had like the orange zapper gun oh, so nice. it had you know Super Mario and Duck hunt and you mm-hmm. know when you're like a six-year-old kid you're like oh yeah this is like coolest mm-hmm. like, I'm so against the TV name. And you're, you know, like, you shoot the gun right at the TV trying to get the, the stupid dog because he laughs at you. fucking dog. But, uh, yeah, just started, you know, steamrolling to soon after that. Like, my uncle, who lived with my grandma, he introduced me to, like, Mega Man. And then my friend Derek, um... His parents helped my parents find a Super Nintendo. So the way that they introduced the Super Nintendo to me was through the Legend of Zelda a Link to the Past. So they bought the cartridge and they were disguising it as me playing it at their house on their cartridge. So I had my own save file, but in actuality it was mine. Mm-hmm. So like when they gave me the Super Nintendo, they're like, Oh, here's, you know, mm-hmm. your Zelda, like that has your save file, and I still have it to this day. Nice. and you know i had a game boy and then you know 64 came out you know probably toward the end of elementary school and when gamecube came out it was actually the first console i ever bought with a paycheck from a job it was nintendo gamecube and super smash brothers melee and
1: the only one i was really good at it was a good one that was mm. the only one I was good at. <laughs> I'm terrible at Smash Bros. Well, it's because I had the
2: C-Stick, so I could do shit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, you can play the new one with the GameCube controller. Yeah, yeah. We, we've done that together. You've seen how bad I am. Well, I would just play it a lot more, I guess. But sure. my group of friends, like, we played pretty competitively for a long time, pre-COVID. But I digress. Um, so, you know, I grew up with Mario, Zelda, Pokemon...
0: I, I always
2: loved, so I had uh, Pokemon Red, and my brother had Pokemon Blue, <laughs> and so that was the thing we'd always I had
1: I had Pokemon Red, but I was the only person on our school bus who had Link Cable. Yeah. We, that made you know, me valuable. We, we had to, <laughs> yeah, we had to figure out who had the Link Cable. Um, I, I had the Link Cable. It made me valuable to the, to the nerds. Guess,
2: starters for original Pokemon, Matt, go. Squirtle, Squirtle, Charmander. Spine mode.
1: Yeah, you wanted to have the first first gym battle be the hardest gym battle you could have.
2: You know, but I got through it. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I just remember being on the bus and uh, we would have the Game Boys and link cables, and we were battling and trading um, and we would go to Carmody, <laughs> and then. We tried to do it during class, and then they, like, took the link cable away, and we were super sad, and I think we never got it back.
1: So, I think it's really funny, and I think it's funny about us, that we said Squirtle and Charmander, no one said Bulbasaur.
2: Well, that's because Bulbasaur is horrible. I think it's because none of us like vegetables. Is that a hot take? <laughs> <laughs> be later. A, a de- decisive, like, view? Well, yes, no, he's only good for, like, the first two gems, and then, mm-hmm. like, his, like, returns diminish really quickly after yeah. that he just doesn't become like a valuable team member so i'm just looking at it from like the game point
1: of oh i'm looking at it from a, from a sixth grader point of view of, eh, eh, blastoise has cannons on his back
2: <laughs> <laughs> he grows a giant flower screw him yeah. I, I, I got fire <laughs> and i do want to say like at the time of recording this pokemon scarlet and violet came out yesterday so i got scarlet version because my nephew picked violet so, I so, think it's you, actually, like, the first time I've actually got, like, the red version. Because mm-hmm. I always end up getting, like, the blue one. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Like I, lo- I, like, I mean, releasing kind of two versions has always been weird for Nintendo. Like, I've always been like, oh, that's different. It makes but, you
1: have friends. But it does inc-
2: increase yes. that interaction. And I think that... And no, we Adam, it makes you have friends. Yeah, well... <laughs> I have to have a friend to get them all. But... I, I think, and we probably will get into this later. It's like Nintendo's always been about like innovation, yeah. interaction, community, like yeah. getting people together, like in person to play video games. Mm-hmm.
1: It is, and and we kind of talked about that in our in our first episode of JoyStick November. Nintendo is that family console. It yeah. is, it is not built for Wi-Fi internet gaming.
2: You so can much, do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's but, just say you don't really buy a Nintendo console to like play online games unless you're doing like yeah. Splatoon but you really yeah. have to have like a good internet. That's really the only
1: one too. I mean I remember when Mario Party not whatever, whatever this newest one came out before Superstars and it's like online mode and it's like, But it's really not online mode and it was like that's a bullshit and then a new one comes out, okay I could play one with a friend, but really if you want to play four person Mario Party, you play you in have, person. You have yeah. to
2: do it in person, like, and, and you just can't do Mario Party unless like everybody is there. Yeah. which is fine because I like to see Adam cry. Yeah, uh, and Adam always loses. I didn't hear that you challenged me to some uh, Okay, so I, so I've heard from our group of friends that you are very good at Mario Kart, and. I would. I was just like, "Hey, I've never." No, you called him out. You said, "I challenge you."
1: This is me calling you out to a throwdown, JV.
2: I would love to try out, like, and see how I hold my own against you. I'd say, like, I'm decent. Okay. But, um. There's a spa I go to called the Tabletop Tap. I mean, they have Mario Kart. I mean, we, we went together. Yeah. yeah, we went. We they used to do Mario Kart Mondays, and mm-hmm. you know they played Mario Kart '64. You know every monday so there's like a big group of friends that I'd always do there but they were so good like i thought that i was good at mario kart and then i played against them and they like smoked me i think i had this a, a similar experience uh with halo like if we we would do the land parties and stuff like that and i'd always be like oh yeah i'm really good at this and then all of a sudden i met a Guy who is just godly at it, and that was. And then you've got
1: me on the other end of the spectrum. I know I'm gonna lose, so I'm gonna get drunk and then beat you. Come drunk.
2: Yeah, we should try that uh, <laughs> Mario Party. <laughs> drink I have to dry. say he uh, becomes like better at the game as he gets so, drunk.
1: No, and I don't know how it is, but Mario Kart and Call of Duty, the drunker I get, the better I get. There you go. Bowling, on the other hand, I suck at bowling, and I get worse my drink. Okay. I kid you not, I got drunk and bowled a sixteen.
2: Okay. I can't believe that. Yeah, you probably you
1: probably were there. <laughs> I mean, let's I mean let's just tell you how uncoordinated I get when I get drunk. People at the wedding we just recently went to, you already gone home. I was very drunk, and when our my wife and our friend Cassie were trying to play cornhole, I tried to kick a cornhole out of midair and ate shit <laughs> in the lawn.
2: Why did you eat shit? That. Doesn't sound appetizing. <laughs> it was not. It was a pretty good face plant, though. <laughs> we should have got a picture
1: of Yeah, it. well, oh, you it got and me. Like, I'm like, I could kick a cornhole thing out of midair. And no, Matt's on. Falcon kick. Which <laughs> is the character I usually play in Smash.
2: There you go. You're just trying to imitate it, man. Mm-hmm. I can understand. Yeah, well, I guess uh, Smash Mains could be something. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. go into that.
1: Yeah. Smash Smash Mains. Adam, who is the person you play as Smash the most?
2: Kirby.
1: Um, Yeah, depends depends (laughs) on the game. Let me think. Ness, Ness, (laughs) Ness again. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm
2: good with Ness because you know I made him in '64. He sucked in Melee. He got better in Brawl, and then in the newest one, like he's pretty much like the best that he's been. So I love playing Ness. I love playing Roy from Fire Emblem. I love playing Sonic. Mega Man, um... And you all of them. It just depends on my mood, like, who I pick, but if I go for, like, all out, I always pick Ness.
1: And see, I am the... I like the charged power character, so I like Captain Falcon, I like Samus. I want to like Snake, but I can never... He's not really... I don't play enough to be good at him. Yeah.
2: Um, if you actually, like, learn Snake, like, he's, like, one of the best characters, hands down. Yeah,
1: like, and I really like Kirby, too. Like I don't know because if you ever... I like imitating everybody, and I like being above you and just coming down as a giant rock.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. Have you ever watched like competitive uh, smash? Look at some of the matches with um, Snake. It's like unbelievable. Like it's crazy. There you go. All right, Well,
1: then we'll go on to the next segment about this. Who do you pick, in Mario Kart? Like, what, what's it up? Do you do? Um,
2: well, this is I always go with Luigi or Yoshi. Okay. They're they're my my two that I like, but I I always go for Luigi just purely because like when I was growing up with my older brother, um, I was always player two, and so I never saw myself as Mario. I always saw myself as Luigi. It's because so, you're taller too. I well, he's taller than I am, but <laughs> well, you're taller than the other one. Yes, that is true. But um, my younger brother, I'm taller than him. But uh, and your sisters, I think. Well, they're. Chinese, they're very short. <laughs> but I, I yeah. Anyway. But um I always saw myself as like I always played as Luigi and saw myself as Luigi. Um so I always I gen generally gravitate towards Luigi and I don't do the motorbikes so much in the new one. Um even though I think you can do like the you I know on the Wii one you were able to That was the, do the worst wheelie and that was the worst
1: hot <laughs> take later. Mario Kart Wii. We'll get back to it. <laughs> okay.
2: So for me, um, I am a bigger guy, so most people would think that she's like a heavy character, but I actually love I'm gonna make a tabletop reference. United States of Toad. Toad has always been like my go to ever since uh the Super Nintendo one. There you go. All right. And I am usually Waluigi. Yeah.
1: For that reason. It's so annoying after like <laughs> 10 matches, you just like, oh, um, but I agree with you. I'm not a big motorbike fan on the setups. I don't like the two wheel. I think I just like traditional cart. yeah,
2: See, I like the the carts. I'm not a big fan of like the motorcycles, but there's this one and eight. It's like this like moto buggy thing, and I'm like, really good with like that particular car.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, i I do like there's like a classic it looks like almost like a classic race car. That's normally what I do. Okay. Um, I still think it was, like, crazy that they had, like, Mercedes-Benz, like, carts, like... In sponsored the by Mercedes.
1: Yeah. Hey, Mercedes, we'll, we'll take you as a sponsor, too. Yeah, so... This, this podcast brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Oh, me. <laughs> Um, alright, so we'll, we'll digress a little bit more into, you know, Mario, because, I mean, obviously, that's really the big Nintendo thread, Mario, Zelda, um... What do you think is the best Mario game that's come out? I'm talking about main like Mario games, not the parties, the all stars, the paper.
2: So you're just talking like main Mainline Mario games. Yeah, well JV, you take, you know, we're you take about this away. Sixty four, Odyssey. Uh Um, might be like a hot take, but like I'm not really like the biggest fan of the three D ones. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the side scrollers. So mm-hmm. my go to it's like one of the first games I got on the system, Super Mario World. Ooh, Adam. That's a classic. Um, I actually really liked... Um, what was the... Was it Mario... Where you're kind of cosmic on the Wii? Oh, uh, Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah, Galaxy. I really liked uh, that. That was fun. Um, but, again, I do really like the um, the side-scrolling ones. Um, so... Though I love Galaxy, I'd probably have to go with... Actually Super Mario three. Okay. Is probably the next in the game too. Yes. Yeah, so you got the little Tanooki layer, like the little Tanuki. Raccoon, Tanuki. Yeah. I like Toad Mario in that one. <laughs> but Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Yeah.
1: I would say for me for the side scrolling three um ones, Mario, Super Mario World I think is up there. Yeah. As well as Mario Two, which I think is
2: that's... A, it's such
1: a unique game.
2: But wasn't it
1: a... It was not supposed to be a Mario game.
2: Yes. Doki Doki Panic, baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just so different. Yeah. That you can play different characters and each one had different attributes. It's where you learn that Luigi can have a higher jump and Princess Peach can float and Toad is...
2: Actually, like, I have like, a fun memory of Mario 2. is actually probably the only game ever that I actually got my mom and dad to play. So we would be playing, you know, I was a Mario... My sister was Peach. My mom was Toad. And then my dad was Luigi.
0: Okay.
2: So, like, we would all take turns and we'd all play the different characters. And to this day, I can still remember, like, that being the only game that, like, my parents would ever play.
1: My parents would only play Mario 3. But, um, going back to the Mario discussion, so, yeah. But I think for the 3D games, I have to say, I think the best Mario they've made was Odyssey.
2: Odyssey is probably the best 3D for sure.
1: I think just because how unique it was different worlds and they were actually like worlds you could do it at your own pace you didn't have to follow the i need to get to level 1.1 and then 1.2 and then i found a war less just, linear less linear and I, I really enjoyed it and i liked the story too
2: and the music was fantastic
1: new donk city let's just say new donk city
2: <laughs> it's best
1: all right. right it's pretty good so you know we'll continue a little bit more of this nintendo conversation um another big nintendo franchise is obviously zelda so, um, I, I will say for me, I was never a Zelda fan until I met my wife, and even then it was, I played Zelda because she was playing Zelda, so that's the only way for us to play the same game at the same time. So my first, and just will laugh, my first interaction with Zelda, playing a game was Minish Cap.
2: It's not a bad one, though. No,
1: but it was definitely, a it's an it's a port over, so it wasn't like, graphically for me. Yeah, because
2: you played it on Wii U, right?
1: Yeah. But, uh, for me, I think my... One of the few games I played with Zelda, but it really hooked me into the franchise, was Breath of the Wild.
2: Yeah, Breath of the Wild was definitely, like... It's a masterpiece. (laughs) Really good. Um, The first one that I ever played actually was the Game Boy 1, Link's Awakening. Like, me and my friend Kevin, he was the one that introduced it to me. We would play it, like, you know, going to school. And then I remember we went to a trip to the zoo. And that was, like, the first time he actually let me, like, hold it and play it. And then, you know, it went from Link's Awakening, Link to the Past, um, and then the other two for the Nintendo. But my favorite of all time, still, I just am a Super Nintendo guy. I just love Link to the Past. Okay. There you go. And so my older brother got um, the first two Legend of Zeldas on NES, and i play them, but... It was awful at them. Um, and then he wanted to get uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, and I'd play those, and I was, again, terrible at them. But for me, the one that really stuck with me, um, Twilight Princess. Okay. I know it's kind of, I it might be a weird one, but I kind of liked the idea of, like, the... Changing into a... Um, into the wolf. wolf yeah. One. But, uh, verges what version did you have? Did you have the GameCube or did you have the Wii? I had the Wii one, so, um, might, might have played a little different. I don't know, but I'm, I'm just, always curious because, like, you don't meet a lot of people that actually played, like, the GameCube one. It's always, like, yeah. The Wii. Well, the GameCube, it's kind of like the Wii
1: U. It wasn't the most popular console when it came out. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the consoles then. What do you think of all the Nintendo consoles... I mean you said Super Nintendo, but what was your favorite Nintendo console?
2: Besides Super Nintendo, which is obviously like based upon all the games that I mentioned, is my number one. I actually really like the three DS and I also really like the Switch. Simply because um, there were so many like games that I played for three DS and so many memories of like going to conventions, the Street Pass and it's um, where I first learned the Ace Attorney series and all the fun stuff. So I Injection. love. Um Yeah, so I love the 3DS. I love the Switch. I love the Super Nintendo. Those are probably like my top three. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I mean, uh, probably for me, it's like I, I really love the N64 because that was kind of like when I was starting to really play games more like playing Goldeneye, playing Star Fox, playing. Um, uh, even like silly rare games that mm-hmm. came out, like if, um, not Banjo Kazooie. There was another one, but well, there's like Banjo Kazooie. There's like Conker's was, Bad Fur Day. Oh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yes, so really
1: um, odd game for a Nintendo franchise.
2: Yes, but it was hilarious, yeah. and especially when I was at the age where I'm like, this is naughty but funny. And, and my did. parents think I'm playing Nintendo, so it's fine. And uh, shout out to Fan Gamer because they actually released a uh, Great Mighty Poop plush. I oh and and actually bought it me. like a couple days ago. <laughs> so when you hit the button on his hand, he actually sings the song. See, I still remember that song. Like it's just ingrained in my brain for some reason. <laughs> and then, but yeah, that was that. That was a fantastic game. But I really also, um, I'm digging the Switch. Um, I think it's kind of become the culmination of like, Nintendo's mission that they've been doing where it's, like, you still have... You have a handheld. You have a... Console, Console, yeah. you have something that brings everyone together. So, I'd probably say N64 and Switch okay. for me. I would say
1: for me, um, maybe a controversial take, I would say either the Switch or the Wii. Because the Wii was so... And we talked about this earlier, the revolutionary that it's interactive gaming without the cheesy headset, without the cheesy PlayStation Move or the Xbox Kinect. It was, I'm bowling, and I feel like I'm bowling. I'm going to go play Wii Sports. I'm going to play um, all these different games, Skyward Sword. You're going to play all these games where you actually have to move and you have to interact, and it's it's cool.
2: Link's crossbow training. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, And then I will say the Switch, just like you said, it's a combination of all the gaming, but I think... Nintendo's really coming to its own with it in terms of being a viable competitor between the other two major consoles. I mean, they've always been there. They've always had their niche market. And they've always had a loyal fan base. I mean, Justin, you can attest to everything they've done. But I think that you have the ability now to bring in gamers who traditionally never have owned a Nintendo as much because of the versatility of of the Switch.
2: Yeah. I mean, my, my girlfriend bought a switch because and this is kind of the first thing she she's ever really had yeah um and so it sounds like she really likes like the kirby games yeah she likes the kirby games and i do too like i, I wish they would do another I really liked the kirby's epic yarn that was that was fun i
1: like the yoshi's things. yarn world those are fun yeah
2: but um so like kind of like a side topic i used to do vlogging at a nintendo site mm-hmm. and the one year that i got to go to e3 was the year that they showed Kirby's Epic Yarn. Oh. So I was actually, like, one of the first person to, like, actually play it, and it was, like, super cool. Like, I still have, like, the patch, like, afterwards they gave you, like, freebies. Mm -hmm. For that one, they gave you, like, a patch that you could put, like, on your jacket or whatever.
1: Nice. Yeah. So I think we'll move on to our hot takes, and we'll talk a little bit about maybe some more more controversial takes on Nintendo, so...
0: What are they going to say this week?
1: Adam, I'll let you hot JV's cherry on, on hot takes and give us one of your hot takes on Nintendo.
2: Um, I mean, I, and I think we kind of said this it's like, first off, like, their first party games are always spectacular. Um, They put a lot of effort into those, but they're not as competitive in terms of like other companies and other franchises, which may not be what they want to do, but there's these rumors coming out about a Switch Pro. Right. And it's kind of like, okay, well, is this going to be the, like, compete with the Xbox Series X or the PlayStation 5? Because it's like you'd almost have to make two games, like one that can run on this one and one that can run on the normal Switch. So it's almost like I I feel like they should just stick with this, just like the Switch. Yeah. (laughs) Just ride that out. But... I don't know. I, I really to... do hope of like if there's a Switch Pro that they do make it backwards compatible because I don't know why like when they made the transition from like the Wii U to the Switch, like in theory, like you should be able to like have everything that you purchased. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! You know, really? Like Xbox, like you can still play like you know like your Xbox three hundred and sixty purchases. on can play on some your Xbox series original games on my Xbox. Whatever reason, like they just decided. Oh, let's just make like this Netflix like type service. Which is fine, but like for somebody like me, I like the virtual console a lot more cuz like that I was bought that nice. I bought like the game and I just want to have that one game and then like all the games that they have for like the online service like besides like in, you know like a few most of them are not very good. Yeah, and I I mean, I I missed uh, the Wii U generation. Um, I didn't. Um, I regretfully well, didn't. But it's like, I remember like when I had my Wii, yeah, I used a virtual console to buy some of the classic Nintendo yeah. games. But so missing the Wii U generation, I think, helped me a bit. When you I didn't was miss much. I'm going to get. Yeah, you really didn't miss mm-hmm. much. I mean, let's be honest. Pretty much like. Every game that was noteworthy on the Wii U is on the Switch now. Okay. So and except for Xenoblade Chronicles X, which... Well, and,
1: and, and that's my Nintendo. hot take. Nintendo. That's my hot take, was the Wii U was kind of... They had the Wii Pro. It used all the Wii controllers. It had the same peripherals, same sensor bar. Almost it's the exact same console look. The biggest thing was the gamepad. Yes. Which was, I guess, Switch they're for a switch switch yeah. but it was kind of a worthless controller because you never used it unless it was i had to have
2: a fourth controller zombie U. <laughs> <laughs> that and like the marketing for the wii u was like absolutely like well ridiculous. it made it seem like it was just uh, a wii pro it was just, like, like upgraded... the way they marked it is like everybody thought it was just like a wii but with like this bigger gamepad yeah which is like completely wrong because it's a completely different console so, most people like, they're like, oh, I already have a Wii. Why do I need to get this? Yeah.
1: And I don't think they had any remarkable games that really came out for besides a few Breath of the Wilds of Mario Kart that have already been moved over to the Switch. Oh, yeah. Which, that's my hot take. We had a new Mario Kart for the Wii U, we have not had one for the Switch.
2: We, we got Mario Kart. We don't, Kart don't want 8. DLC. We want a brand new Mario Kart 9. Just release the new one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you signing up for the, uh, the extra well, courses? <laughs> <Same>. I, but, <laughs> He's like, what? Now? Justin, I mean, did you buy the DLC? Of course. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a Nintendo fanboy. Of course I bought it. Oh, like, it's like the only choice. If like, there was another choice, like Mario Kart 9, then I would get that instead.
1: Alright, so my last hot take, I'll, I'll, and I'm sure Justin will, will, will glare at me and give me grief about this, is I think the Amiibos was a dumb idea.
2: Hey, different strokes for different folks. Like, the thing that I liked about the Amiibos is, like, growing up, there wasn't a lot of, like, Nintendo merch. Like, figures, stuff like that. The functionality of the Amiibo, like, is, like, not very good. Like, Smash had them. You can have, like, computer characters. And then a couple games, like, you can unlock, like, costumes and stuff. I think, like, Sunlight did something with you. Yeah. So, like, like the, the actual game. functionality of the Amiibo is trash, The thing that I like about them is just having, like, the figure of, like, you know, like, all these characters that I grew up with and, like, I get to see them on my wall. Like, that just gives me, like, that, you know, like, childhood feeling of, like, yes, I finally have, like, a figure of this character that I've loved for so long. Okay,
1: I can, I can, since you explained it that way and I haven't heard you explain it that way in all these years, I can get behind you on that because, I mean, we've talked about my numerous little ship collections throughout this room. What? You have a bunch <laughs> of Star Trek crochets? Yes. Yeah, I mean a new one show.
2: He does have a pretty good collection, I do have to say.
1: Yeah, I mean it's starting to scatter up above us now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Crazy. in case so
2: like people don't know, I actually like have almost all the amiibo figures, which takes up like an entire bookshelf. And I've spent a lot of money, but I don't regret like a single penny. Because I uh I love those figures to death. I mean, I'd buy like a Kirby one or something like that because it's like good. So, like, literally, like every Smash Brother character has like a figure and they're up to Minecraft Steve and Alex. Mm-hmm. That was like the newest one to come out. So, there's only like a couple characters left. So, once those are out, like the whole Smash Brother like roster mm-hmm. is on my shelf. You could have like one shelf just dedicated to Smash Bros. Well, I have one dedicated. To just Fire Emblem. Holy shit! I just saw. <laughs> oh I, I just saw a picture of his show. collection. Yeah. Holy crap! And the sad, the sad part about that is, is that's not all of them. Okay. Because, like I said, I have a Fire Emblem shelf because I have a couple special editions. Because mm. I really love the Fire Emblem series, so I have like Fire Emblem Echoes Special Edition. I had Shadows of the Dragon when they did that release special edition. So I have all the Amiibos, I have the plush. Um, people can say what they want about Fire Emblem, but I love the series.
1: Watching Justin go on a Amiibo hunt when a new one comes out and it's only like Walmart exclusive or Target exclusive is actually pretty entertaining because he's like, all right, this Target was out of it. I'm going to get up at 7 a.m. and be at this Target tomorrow.
2: Literally, um, like in the heart of like the Amiibo hunting, like I got the Gold Mario at Walmart and I was the first person to like be in line. So it's literally me and my friend Hideaki like holding them up like in our like blaze of glory like like yes we got gold Mario first motherfuckers <laughs> there you go I, I sorry we cuss. you're fine yeah we're okay. we're fine with that yeah. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're, let's I, be
1: honest I talked about Debbie does Dallas in the first week yeah <laughs>
2: that's true um like I, I I guess like I bought a few. Hunko Pops, I don't... Yeah, I mean, I've got some in a box over there somewhere. I don't keep them in the and box. I... I threw away the box. No, no, in a box. Like,
1: oh. them out of the box and put them in another box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then, then, I got Be- Airbender stuff. <laughs> because of the amiibo, then I got getting into other figures, which <laughs> is kind of off topic, but I do have lots of figures.
1: All right. So, Justin, what is your hot take, controversial take on, on Nintendo?
2: Um, They just really need to improve their online... Like, they have the... Nintendo Agreed. ...switched, okay, yeah. like online services. And, you know, they have, like, the multiple tiers, which, um, you know, like, has... It's like all the other the, services, yeah. The regular Nintendo games are one, and then they have, like, the 64 in the other tier, which is, like, more expensive. But the thing about their online structure is, is, like, they don't improve their servers. No. So when you're playing online, like, you're playing it just like you were when the service was free... And the whole point of having like an online service is to be paying for them to have better servers. So then when you're playing a game like Splatoon, um, during like Splatfest, you're not being disconnected constantly because like there's so much going on that it's, the servers are just like malfunctioning and not working correctly. Mm-hmm. So they they really need to like get out of like the year 2000 and buy some new servers. Okay. I can't disagree. I I, I I cannot either. I mean, I've I've barely tried to do the online stuff on Nintendo, and it um, it's surprising that the original Xbox Live does it would like did it so much better. And you're yeah. kind of like, oh, this this came out in the nineties. <laughs> like, if you want to play Smash Brothers, you should be able just to go on and play. Yeah. Not have it be like a super lag fest, like. That's one of the reasons, like, my friend lives in Poland. Like, we can never play Smash is, like, the connection is so bad. Like, there's so much lag and you just can't, like, really do anything. So, it's, like, it's you frustrating know, when, when you have, like, a long-distance friendship like that and that's, like, the only way that you can, you know, like, interact is through the video games. But then the online sucks. Then it's just, like, a major problem.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I think that's where Nintendo's lag behind all the other consoles is. Great games, poor service.
2: Yes. Yes. Like, if you're going to be paying for, like, an expensive online service, then upgrade your service and actually have it be, like, worthwhile. Because in the end, like, you know, you have the games, but, like, the actual, like, online portion of it, like, it's absolutely horrendous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So, um, before we wrap up our Nintendo discussion with Justin... I want to hear you respond to Adam's call out from Mario Kart.
2: Oh god. (laughs) It's... right, folks. Shit, I feel... I feel feel like I made a mistake. (laughs) So there's one question I want to ask you guys, Mario 2. Out of like any Nintendo game, any generation, which one is your favorite? That's hard. Um...
1: I'll let you start just what we think.
2: Um, obviously like Earthbound has been like a major part of my life. I go to conventions dressed as NES. I use NES and Smash. I also really love uh, Chrono Trigger, which is an RPG for Super Nintendo 2, which is like probably one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Like every couple of years I just pick up Chrono Trigger just because it's my favorite game and mm-hmm. I just love revisiting that story and compared to like other rpgs it's not that long maybe like you know like 25 hours and it's absolutely fantastic the music the graphics the yes. story like that's always i've always said that was like my favorite cam full time yeah well uh i i agree with uh, chrono trigger um that one was always fantastic uh for me playing um you know on super nintendo and um, I even like had a friend who had like a computer program that kind of almost took that engine and you could almost make your own RPG and Oh, I remember uh RPG Maker back in the day. Yeah, uh, RPG yeah. Maker 95. Yeah, it was like way back in the day. It was delightful. But um I mean, I gotta go with Star Fox 64 was one of my, like the one. I think I delved into a little bit more. Do a barrel roll! <laughs> okay.
1: I mean, that's a... Good... I mean, I I agree. 64, Star Fox 64 is a great game.
2: I'm going to diverge a
1: little bit. And I'll give you two, two of them from different consoles.
2: You doing a virtual boy one?
1: No. <laughs> no. From okay. the N64 Star Wars Shadow of the Empire... Oh, that one was really good. It was really good. Um, and then from it's just really
2: sad that like that game like was underappreciated and like they didn't really like do any like remakes of it or no anything. yeah. Oh, as, soon as like Disney took over, didn't it become like non-canon? Yep. Correct. Yeah, it'd be so good now. It would be Dash Rendar. Yeah. he's he's a badass. What the, was it? The, what the was Battle Hoth like on that game is like probably like replayable was- so much mm-hmm. like- and so hard. It, like, right. there's been, you know, like, that particular stage in a lot of Star Wars games, but that was definitely, like, the best version of it. It
1: was, and it was so hard because the camera reversed for the flight, when you're trying to kill the walkers. Yeah, when you're doing And it was loops. so hard, but once yeah. you finally mastered it, you mastered it. Mm-hmm. I will say that, and I'll say from the Switch, not a Switch, I'm sorry, the GameCube, and it will tie us back into a previous episode, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes.
2: I still have my copy.
1: Yeah, I, I wish I had a GameCube to play it still. Just because... It took the good things from the other games and made it into a Nintendo console and updated this, the first game mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, and it kept the same voice actors, and it improved upon it in a lot of ways, too.
2: Man, I really wish I would have been here for the Metal Gear Solid one, because because of Smash, I got into that series, and like, Metal Gear Solid 4 is probably still one of Thank
1: the you. games. Metal Gear Solid 4, or Metal Gear Solid 3 is really good, too.
2: I love three, especially like some of the, like the Easter egg stuff that you can do in that. Like if you turn off the console for a week and then uh, the one dude dies. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned yeah, I'm that talking about that.
1: <laughs> or um, there's a, and I know you didn't play ability three Adam. There, to, because people are so decisive against Raiden, they have a colonel you have to kidnap and take His uniform and he looks like Raiden, and then you put him naked into a locker. <laughs>
2: I remember the part, like the part with like Raiden and you're like covering your balls. Mm-hmm. and then doing That was our that was the post last week. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and was then was I was, the other thing that I remember from Metal Gear Solid 2 was like when you were a snake at the beginning, and like everybody's like watching, you know, like the video on the screen, you accidentally make the noise, and literally every single like guard has like the exclamation point. Mm. And it's like, we. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And I was like, ah fuck. <laughs> like, whatever, like, that
1: happened. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, um, I I. I think, you know, and, and we'll kind of start going into our conclusions here, I think Nintendo is very, not so much, I, mean, I said niche console earlier, maybe I, maybe I misspoke there. It's very a family unique, friendly. it's very family-friendly, it's a very unique console, because like you said, it's not designed for us to be online and playing against each other from different rooms it's designed for everyone to get together have some fun either as kids or as adults
2: yeah and then like they cater to like everybody so like say for instance um adam's girlfriend you know can pick up and play kirby somebody who would have never otherwise played a video game exactly and i i will say it's they are as a company again i they're very unique and they they kind of have been forging their own path yeah all these years like they've They've been pushing the boundaries of how we play games, how we interact with games. Um, And sometimes it works like the Wii. Sometimes it doesn't work like the Wii U. But I feel like they kind of, they march to the beat of their own drum, if you will. That's always been like my favorite part about Nintendo is like they just don't always go after like the most powerful hardware. Yes. They try to go for like innovation and, you know, like they have their controllers, they have their systems, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, and that's why I've always stuck with them is like, it's always like a unique gameplay experience and, you know, you can't really replicate a lot of the stuff on Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. And their first party games are just like, you can't compare. No. Like you, you can talk all day long about like. PlayStation, Xbox, but Nintendo has their their stable of games is just
1: Yeah, fantastic. I agree. All right, folks. Well that kind of wraps up our discussion on Nintendo for this week. Yes. Um and our special guest, J V. Um Yes. Before we before we say goodbye, J V, we we like to delve into our geek recommendations of the week. So Adam let you start off,
2: what is your geek wreck this week?
0: It's time for the geek wreck of the week. What are the geeks going to recommend?
2: Oh, God, you guys are going to hate me for this, but I kind of recommend Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It's, like, the campaign's not really anything to, like, write home about, but I actually have been really liking the multiplayer, especially the uh, invasion uh, mode. Um, I'm not really into the Warzone stuff, but... uh, I've been having a lot of fun just kind of going in, playing this Invasion mode. And kind of then I'm done. I mean, I always do something like I always put on like cheesy 80s music, um, like 80s pop to just make it so it's like I'm not taking the the game so seriously. <laughs> and it's like there's nothing better than um, <laughs> like playing like Total Eclipse of the Heart. And shooting a bunch of. Do they still <laughs> have the zombie mode? I think it's coming, but I don't know. It's, when you do the zombie mode, you have to do thriller. Okay, that would be great.
1: All I can imagine when Adam says that now is him playing Bon Jovi and killing. like I'm killing noobs.
2: <laughs> but it's like I'm not very good at it. But I I just I enjoy it and it's it's fun. So yeah. I, I I would recommend it. Like yeah, I mean it's expensive and. Kind of, everything's been kind of done before with it, but if you're kind of into that sort of thing, it's like I kind of, I, I feel competitive when playing, and so it's, I enjoy it. Right, All right.
1: So my geek wreck this week um, is, when we kind of talked about it at dinner tonight, um, the Crown Season 5 just came out. So if you are into kind of historical... Um, yeah, screw you. And into, into, into historical fiction, I guess is the way to say, because obviously a lot of the stuff is very fictionalized for TV and, and, and that sort, and we don't really know the conversation to happen behind the scenes, but it definitely makes me have a little bit different appreciation for the human aspect of the, of the, the British royalty. All
2: right. Well, JV, do you got anything for us? Well, like I said earlier. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet just came out yesterday, so I've been playing that. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, they've patched it, so then some of the load in times and slowdown are fixed. Mm -hmm. Because that seems to be like the big topic on the internet now. But I've been having a lot of fun. I just uh, you know played it yesterday, got all the starters, gave it to my nephew. Hopefully, he's been playing it the last couple days. Nice. show me his progress. And again, like we talk about, like how. Like you can share these experiences, that's always yeah. been something Nintendo's been great at, so yeah. it's yeah, kind like of lovely. Me and my nephew, we've bonded over Splatoon like ever since he was a little baby, like the first one that came out for Wii U. Mm-hmm. And literally, he was in my lap pretending to play the Wii U controller with Splatoon. And then the first game made her learn how to play with Splatoon 2.
1: Yeah. That's that's the magic. I know. I remember playing against your nephew and him actually being it was really, really good. It was funny
2: because uh, when he was like four years old, he was like killing people. And I, when they would get killed, I'm like, Ah, you just got killed by a four-year-old. <laughs> and it was usually me and my wife. <laughs> there we go.
1: All right, folks. Well, that wraps up the end of our Joystick November. Yes. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed our theme month, the second theme month we've done um leave us a comment let us know what you think of um joyce november and let us know about your favorite games your favorite console and <laughs> things that turned you on to video game life if you are a gamer and if you're not that's fine yeah um we can definitely point you in the right direction
2: yeah absolutely and also if you have any what are we going to do for december we have
1: no I, idea maybe we. yeah we may not do a theme month maybe we will Maybe we'll talk Hallmark movies. No, we're not. Oh, no, no, we're not. no, 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 uh, no. Santa,
2: Santa Claus 1, Santa Claus 2. Santa <laughs> the Santa Claus Clauses. <laughs> die Hard. That, that, that is the ultimate Dude, Christmas movie. have to have movie. Die Hard on Christmas. <clears throat> yes, that's yep. the ultimate Christmas movie. All
1: right, folks. So well, that wraps up another week of Have a Drink from Geeks podcast. Follow us, like us, subscribe to us on all major podcast platforms, and make sure you follow us on social media at Pod. That wraps up Joystick November in this week's episode. We'll catch you guys next week. Take it easy. Bye. Yeah, and thank you again, Jason, Virgil, Justin V. Hill, and the man of many names, JV. J Dog. Follow me on everything, JV1473. Alright, folks. Thanks again. You guys have a great night.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye.